The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Debaucherous bells, rotten jack smells, the nightmare laid an egg. This conversation's lost its wheels, Nally Cat ran away. Hey, welcome to Common Debauchery with your hosts, Rotten Jack and the Nightmare. Ho, ho, ho! Jolly old Saint Nick here, reminding you that Common Debauchery may contain subject matter that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Listener discretion is advised. So be a good little boy and girl and change the channel if you're not old enough to be listening to these two angry elves today. And have a Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. Uh, it's live! We're on Facebook, we're doing the thing, we're doing the stuff, uh, and welcome. Rotten Jack, what's up, buddy? Hi. Uh, as you can see, there is our names... I am what? Sorry, my phone was going off. Uh, I'm I'm monitoring the stream on my phone. You know, listen, listen, sometimes, sometimes you got to got to see things and figure things out. So uh, we are live on Facebook and we are recording for the episode, which will be loaded later tonight. If you missed the live event and don't feel like going back to watch it, you can listen to this. The same way you listen to all of our episodes. But this is a fun special one yeah. because we just decided to go and do it. Yeah, we just kind of like two weeks. Ago. I feel like we should like next time we do this, we need to like face each other because this is this is awkward. Yeah, this is a little awkward, but it makes the filming side easy. Yes. So uh, uh, yeah, we just kind of decided two weeks ago just to do this. Fuck it, let's yeah. go live. Let's go. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to one, uh, <clears throat> if you can hear, I'm a little raspy. I'm a little. Uh, I don't know if it's remnants of the Bills game yesterday from yelling and stuff or uh, whatever, but I apologize for my voice because. Well, I apologize for my voice. Uh, it's not ideal. It's not fantastic. My normal, I mean, I can go way down here, but that's beside the point. Um, and smooth we also like butter. smooth like butter. We also have to remind people uh, because this is live. If uh, you are under 18, under get out. 18, get out uh, with this is not safe for work. Uh, put your headphones in. If you're listening at work, um, this is meant for an adult mature audience. Um and really, you know, listener discretion, viewer discretion is advised. I didn't put the TVMA thing in either of the corners like I usually do for this stuff. I forgot. You ever forget? It happened to me. But uh, we're here. We're doing it. So uh, we got a topic, and we I'm, got a I'm fun a professional. one. I have my headphones on backwards. Yeah, a boy. <laughs> I swear. I swear. We do this regularly. Um. So, what do you got? What, what's what's the topic today? Oh, we already got some people talking in chat. We what's sure do. Up, Phil. Phil watching all the way from the good old Ireland. Oh, that's your Ireland friend? Yeah, that Dude. we totally forgot to like have come on the show when he was I in thought town. He was, I thought he was fake. No. I thought I, you were making people up. No, I legitimately forgot that Like we got so busy doing like all the spooky season stuff. All the spooky season stuff. Uh, I, I totally forgot. I'm sorry, Phil. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to loop you in on an episode in the future, and we'll just have you like zoom in, and we'll do it with you. Right um, yeah, today we're doing... Um, our favorite fan theories. Fan theories, like conspiracy theories, not real world stuff from movies and TV. Right. So if you remember way back in the day, uh, I did this uh, or something similar to this way oh, back. I loved this one. Way back in the day. And actually, so I did one that was about uh, fan theories, and it was your base. You know, it, it was pretty basic. Uh, I also d- ended up creating my own fan theory. There's yes. an entire episode in the annals of the annals jesus christ we're starting already tv tvma <laughs> pretend it's there uh there's what there, there's a reason i record bumpers for the front of this thing to be like just you know if you're you know not supposed to be watching don't watch but uh yeah so i did one that, that where ted mosby is a murderer yeah like i listened that, that ted mosby actually killed his wife uh solely to be with Robin. Yeah. Like when you first mentioned that to me, I was like, hmm, all right, like a little far fetched. And then, like, I listened to the episode. I was on a long car ride going on to Pennsylvania for stuff. Uh, and I listened to it on the way back. And by the end of it, I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Listen, Ted Mosby killed his wife. The best part about that fan theory was one, I wrote the whole thing myself. Yeah. Which was pretty fun. Um, the other part of it is every time I go back and rewatch the series, I find more things that I'm like, there it is that like that too. 
And Alley Cat, who is not with us today, she is at work doing the stuff and the things. Someone's got to um, make money. She, uh, hey, Papa Ron, what's up? We got, uh, we do have Matt Johnson from the Two Point Conversation. Me and uh, me and Matt recorded earlier today, so I got to talk to him. Uh, and Phil is your boy. Uh, he is real, and he's your boy. Unless yeah. you're, unless you have a burner account over there that I don't know about, but that's yeah. another story. Yeah, for another totally. Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I wrote this entire theory about Ted Mosby, like spends the entire thing hunting this woman down and finding her, the the mother of his children that he's telling the story for, and then like when Robin and Barney, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, it's your fault. Um, when Robin and Barney get divorced, all of a sudden he hatches this plan and it's, it's fantastic. I loved every second of it to the point that I actually was able to get that posted in an actual, like a group that doesn't allow me like you to share like podcast episodes and stuff like that. So that was really fun. No shit. Like, so a lot of people really like that one. Yeah. But, uh, we have some of our own, we have some new ones and yeah. uh, it's going to be more fun for me to talk to somebody about these. Cause I mean, that's kind of how it's supposed to work. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, if you hear, if you hear, if you're playing the home game, uh, you guys are going to be a little bit behind our actual live speaking because that's how streaming works. But uh, if you hear one or you have one of your own, yeah, let us chime know. in, chime in, chime in, comment, chime in. Uh, and you know, obviously, if you're watching this, also follow the Facebook page of Common Debauchery, which you're watching the stream on. So just click follow and or like or both, uh, both would be fun. So uh, I have more than you. Yes. So I'm going to kick mine off here. All right, go ahead. I'm going to start with, uh, now, I, true story, I've never actually seen Titanic. Really? Really. Okay. This, so this movie was so damn popular when I was young, and it was like... Yeah, I think I was like seven when it came and, out. And it, it, was like the, it was like the notebook. Like, it was just, oh my God, super hyped by like girls and women, and I was just like, I don't care. Leo DiCaprio can suck it. He's not good. There's, oh. a re- there's a reason it took him 19 years to win an Emmy or whatever the hell it was. Well, whatever. But. Neither here nor there. What's here, your theory? Here nor there. Uh, the theory on this is, and I'm sure people have heard a few of these, but the theory here is that Jack, Leo DiCaprio's character, was actually an imaginary friend of, the, the what's her name? Rose. Rose. That, like, Rose was so miserable and so antisocial and so just kind of a bitch that yeah, nobody really liked was. her. So, she really kind of was at the beginning. So she goes on this on this cruise, and it's kind of like a harrowing experience that like nobody wants to be around her. So she creates this this fake character, and then at the end, like Jack doesn't actually die because he was never real, which is why the like you know be like oh there was room on the door, which there was room on the door. Absolutely, but they tested it on MythBusters. He could have got on the door, but she didn't need to make room on the door because <laughs> girls and women are class men. Our class man. I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Where I don't understand that. Irish humor. Uh, that's beside the point. But like, so th- she didn't have to move over to make room on the door because there was nobody to make room on the door for. Right. Um, so that's the theory: is that Jack was imaginary. Uh, so all the scene where she's like, "I'm on top of the world," and he's like, got his arms around her. He's not actually like she's just having a good time with herself. Okay. Giggity. Goo. What do you got? Uh. So. Since you started off with Titanic, I actually have two that kind of tie in to Titanic. Love it. Right. Uh, so the first one is that Jack is actually a time traveler from the future that was sent back Terminator style to ensure that the Titanic sank. Why? Because Why was that important? he saves Rose from jumping off the back of the boat. If Rose would have jumped off the back of the boat, it is reasonable to assume that the boat may have stopped in order to send a search out for her body to see if she was even still alive which huh in turn would have prevented them from possibly hitting the iceberg and not sinking it's one of those like this event in history has to happen well so sure because and you've heard the cons- we've we and we talked about the conspiracy behind the titanic on a different right. episode where the titanic wasn't actually the, the titanic, titanic that it was, it was the, the olympic. olympic and who was it um Somebody like big, somebody really famous that like kind of championed the whole Titanic thing was like, oh, I'm not going at the very last minute. But all of his like competitors and local bigwigs yeah. were all on there and yeah. they all died. And like, you know, so the theory is then that he had to go back and ensure that that happened because of something. I don't know who right. knows what, but um, but it, it's kind of like substantiated by like 
Jack talks about things that didn't exist in 1912. He talks about um, stuff on the Santa Monica Pier. I, th- I think it's like a ride or a roller coaster on the Santa Monica right. Pier. Didn't exist until like the 1920s. He talks about uh, a Lake Wissota, fishing on Lake Wissota when he was a kid. Lake Wissota is an actual place. It's a man-made lake that wasn't made by That man. wasn't around until after 1912. I don't know exactly when it was made, but it didn't exist. Uh, we have another watcher. Hi, Mom. Oh, hello, hello. That's uh, Mama Jaws checking um, in. Also, like Jack's Jack's <clears throat> hairstyle and his clothing that he wears was not current style in that right. it, in that it, it day didn't, and age. It didn't fit the time. No, it didn't fit the time at all. So, Jack was a time traveler that went back to ensure that the Titanic sank. Love it. What else so you got? You got another other, one? Yeah, my other one. It's kind of more of a alternate universe type deal sure that uh jack stole the heart of the diamond he was able to switch it out of the safe he got the real one put a fake one in there no one knew he survived the sinking he didn't die at the end and then found his own door yes uh he ended up pawning the diamond itself the necklace using all those millions and reinventing himself as jay gatsby from the great gatsby i love this one because uh, if you've read the book, Jay Gatsby is someone who came out of relative nowhere with a real sketchy past and a fear of water. Yeah, I'd probably be scared of water, too. Yeah. Um, I already have a weird, irrational fear of water just because of, like, what's in it that I don't know and can't right. see. Like, I'm I'm okay with, like, a swimming pool and stuff, but, like, yeah, going like, in, like, a lake. I mean, even nah. a lake or, like, a, okay, probably a pond and, like, a lake because, like, I mean, shallow, but. Sure. You know, I, I'm not I'm not Being afraid of drowning, water? but, like. I I 100% am the guy that like Cthulhu would come grab. <laughs> yeah. Or like some somebody you get sucked listen, up by I, the Kraken. Yeah, so I I pissed off somebody who's like a distant relative. Uh, listen, I have a friend who allegedly is uh directed descendant relative of Leif Erikson who is probably in some way Davy Jones. Yeah. And he probably controls the Kraken. Kraken, And I used to make fun of that kid a little bit. And because he used to call himself the crossbone kid. I was in high school. Leave me alone. You'd make fun of him, too. God, you guys are jerks. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So he probably sicked the Kraken on me back then. And it just took him a while to get there. That's why I stay out. That's why I I, no no oceans. No cruises. Sorry, Alley Cat. What do you got All right, fine. Cruise. Whatever. Uh, Have you ever seen Pinocchio? Yes. Who hasn't seen Pinocchio? Have you if, seen, you, if you haven't seen Pinocchio... Have you ever seen Shrek? Duh. Okay. What is what is a fact about every single character in Shrek? They're fairy tale characters. Including Shrek, who is an ogre, but a, a kind of his own fairy tale's main character. Yes. Right. Where's Donkey from? I don't believe in Shrek they ever actually uh, talked about where Donkey came from. Um... So the theory is that Donkey, who is a talking jackass, pun intended, um, Phil says I'm cursed, by the way. <laughs> to be fair, I think if one of us is cursed, it's not me. But that's another story for another time. Um, yeah. So if you remember Pinocchio, there were boys who were kidnapped. Yes. And they started turning into donkeys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. the fan theory is that Donkey is actually one of those boys from Pinocchio. Having having <laughs> having never gotten back to his stay, true form. Stayed a donkey. Oh and, man. And be, I, and became Chris Rock. I even oh uh, no, it was Eddie Murphy. Sure. Yeah, my bad. Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, same guy. Oh, uh, we're not going there. Uh they are, they are one, not like, the same guy. How did I never like Yeah, I like, didn't put that one that together one. either. I like this was one that I found. I, I found this one. It was it was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Oh man. That that's a very interesting theory that yeah because i don't did they i don't it's been so long since i've seen pinocchio did they ever turn those kids back uh true story i don't know yeah I I, don't it's know. been so long i'd I have remember. to watch pinocchio to see if they actually turned it back <clears throat> but maybe fandom one, people maybe people that one, are watching maybe uh, one ran away look, if they did or i mean maybe it happened prior to the movie too like true. so i don't know true i don't, I don't make the yeah. rules yeah what's your Who next knows? one uh, James Bond is not actually a person. This is another great one. So the theory is that James Bond is not 
a person per se as so much as it's a code name used by mi6 agents so it gets like passed around that's why james bond like every few years in the movies looks different sounds different has different personality you know uh it's because i i have to minor time out for you um for like my mom just commented that they have the movie i i knew that but nobody owns a, a vhs player anymore yeah. So you could own the movie all you want, Mom. Unless you got a VHS for me to watch it on, I, I got nothing. Right. Anyway, 007, code name. Yeah, it's not it's not a real person. That's why like he's so willy-nilly about like just throwing his name out there, because who the hell does he care? It's not his real name. Right. I'm Batman. Right, yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, that you know, now that you mentioned, that is one thing that never made sense. Like, who are you? I'm Bond. James Bond. Right. Like, every once in a while, he Wasn't he, he a will... junior at one point? No, I don't think so. James Bond Jr.? No. I don't know. But, uh, no, it's very... It's, it's you, interesting. Uh, somebody oh, apparently, from your... my, apparently, my mom says there they have a VHS player. The mom's to the rescue. We can watch Pinocchio yeah, on we still, VHS. We still have a VHS player, Mom, but you threw out all my Pokemon cards that oh. might be worth several hundred dollars at oh, this point. Oh, that's, that's so, a tough look. Yeah. That is a tough look. Uh, what do you got next? Uh, so we're all familiar with the fact that the Pixar movies are a connected universe. Yes. <clears throat> we have... To some extent, yes. To some extent. Like, at, at bare minimum, they do a fantastic job of, like, tipping the cap, if you will. To other... To yes. other movies in the Pixar world. Yeah. Uh, this theory is that the store, by and large, is the big bad, overarching big bad of the Pixar universe. How? Uh, How is the store the big bad? So I believe so it starts with, you know, big bad co- or uh, by and large coming in and essentially saying we're going to close down all the mom and pop shops. Okay. Right? Cuz they have everything. So nobody can have any of their own stuff anymore cuz by and large has it and it's cheaper for them. So great, grand, wonderful. And then that essentially destroys communities gets people to indulge in gluttony and everything else, and they end up destroying the world via capitalism, which turns into the plot of Wally, where yes. they save the world that they created by putting them on a big ship that they own, getting them to indulge Wait, in... Wait, by and large, owned the ship from Wally? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, I've only seen I'm Wally ni- like I'm once. I'm 99% sure. I've only seen Wally like <clears> once. Which is why, at the end... The ship is like, no, we don't want you to know that Earth is livable again because you're all gigantic rotundos who have to sit in our chairs and live your entire life by our hand because we are God. Okay. Is essentially the story. Interesting. And then it ties into like the a bug's life and brave. Like So you end up going back to Earth, rebuilding, realizing that some of this technology is evil and getting rid of it, which is how you kind of get that reset. Okay. And, then, and then essentially new evolution, which would lead to like Monsters, Inc. and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I did see a good theory about Monsters, Inc. that uh, monsters are terrified of being touched by humans because the first time they ever actually interacted with humans was during the bubonic plague. Ooh. Yeah. It was something about, uh, yeah, the, like the, the bubonic plague ended up wiping out a bunch of monsters because they unknowingly went like through the doors during the bubonic plague the oh. first time and so they went through they came back and like they, they all started dying death. off so now that's why they're like terrified of being touched by humans that's totally fair yeah that is totally that's fair. that's not one i had on my list it's just one that like no but that's a it, it, like i saw it earlier and it just kind of fit with the whole pixar because yeah. you mentioned monsters inc yeah that's uh and and that's the fun part is a lot of these kind of tie together or you know kind of kick into one another yeah. What's your uh, what's your next one? Uh my next one's a little bit dark. I like dark. Uh Sandy I am actually the Sandy from Greece Ooh. actually dies and drown at the beginning of the movie Greece. Uh and the entire thing, the entire movie is a basically like last ditch effort of her brain functioning and creating this life uh that she she quote lived 
and then the ending scene where her and Danny take off in the flying red car is her actually dying and going to heaven. Oh, so kind of her her soul passing on, if you will. Yeah, because if you know anything about the songs in Greece, which... I try try not to know anything. I absolutely... Greece is my favorite musical of all time. Uh, I, I definitely don't... That's a lie. I have two favorite musicals of all time. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So in the song Summer Nights, Danny sings a line about, I saved her life. She nearly drowned. Ooh. So I'm thinking Sandy did actually drown. And the whole thing is just the process of her brain dying. Interesting. Yes. Very dark. Very fucked up. Yeah. But when you look at it that way, you're like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, okay. I can see it. You're You're the one that just died. Ooh, 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 honey. <laughs> the one that just died. God, I wish my brain didn't work like that. That's a lie. I love that my brain works like that. Anyway, um, I have one kind of in the same in the same ballpark. Okay, what do you got? Uh, I have that Twilight was a coma dream. Okay. So if you remember, um, in Twilight, there's a scene where... Is it her, is her name Bella? Yeah. Okay. Is about to get hit by a car. And Edward uses his vampire Superman powers to skedaddle over there. Okay. And like stiff arms the car. Yes. And, you know, she's taken to the hospital anyway because she's, you know, something happened and she got hurt and there was a traumatic, possible traumatic event. Sure, sure, sure. And she, the, the theory is that she actually was hit by that car. And is in a coma. Okay. And the entire Twilight series of vampires that sparkle when the sun and werewolves that apparently get bigger when they get angry or something. I don't know. I've only seen like I've only seen them like once. Um that all of this was like her coma dream. Okay. Yeah. So and like different parts were like she's giving birth and struggling to stay alive or is like actually her like crashing and going through like the the physical pain in real life of being revived okay with the crash cart and whole nine yards sure um you know and like the different characters are actually like different doctors working on her and like that they're it even goes so far as saying that like um edward and who was the werewolf jacob yeah good for you uh, that Edward and Jacob are actually... I actually don't hate those movies. <clears throat> so the theory is that they're actually both different doctors that she can hear. Okay. And she thinks she's interacting with them in their in her coma, but they're actually arguing about her treatment. Oh, and like which, okay. And like, what, 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 like, wh- which would be better for okay. her treatment-wise. Sure. And then, <clears throat> basically, they end up agreeing on something finally, and that's when she actually ends up coming out and ends up moving on, and that's why the... Twilight series ends is because she's okay. not in a coma anymore and, yeah. no, and we can no longer see her coma dreams interesting right I like that very one. weird I like that one a lot yeah but I don't I don't hate those movies <sighs> I just wanted them to be better I also don't like that the shiny vampire is now Batman he's actually a really good actor though yeah but I I'm not often the guy that sees an actor or an actress and can't unsee them as something true that's that's very true he's that guy i see him and i'm like oh look there's a pouty vampire playing batman oh look he's oh look he's brooding like he should be in high school (laughs) even though he's five thousand years old and the world's biggest pedophile (laughs) jesus christ i said what i said (laughs) god that's bad Uh... (laughs) that's a different that's a whole different fan theory that's why they hide when the sun's out like we said, this this podcast Not is eighteen and up. Not safe for work. Uh, my next one, I think you had it on your list as well, but because you have far more than I do, I'm stealing it. Steal it. Uh, the reason that the Dursleys were so nasty to Harry throughout his entire life was because Harry was a Horcrux. In the uh, if you're not following along, we're talking about the Harry Potter films. Um, yes. So Harry, we know towards the end. In the last movie, we find out that Harry himself is the final Horcrux. Phil says that Edward's a straight-up cradle snatcher. You're not wrong, Phil. You're definitely not wrong. Um, Ireland agrees with us. It's cool. Yes. Um, so Somebody should beat him with a shillelagh. <laughs> 
Phil, what? And uh, listen, I'm going to digress a little bit here, but that's just what we do. Yes. Um, and maybe you know this: when you wear a kilt, there's a fuzzy pouch. Scott kilts kilts are Scottish, not Irish. All right, I'll never mind. Kilts are Scottish. Every single Irishman I know claims that they wear a kilt because it's an Irish thing. I don't know. I don't Whatever. know. Phil, Phil, clarify that. Is a kilt an Irish thing or a Scottish thing or and, is it both? And what's the fuzzy pouch called? John Cena. Okay, I'm a huge wrestling fan. John Cena at one point, they were doing a show in Scotland and he did this whole thing about like, you know, getting fit for a kilt and everything else. And then he was like, and peep the fuzzy pouch. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. John Cena. Got it. Anyway, All go right. ahead. Back to your fan theory. Yes. Uh, what is that? His motto is. What do you got? I, it's not. Uh, showing up I don't. I don't. We're not going to read that. Okay. Um, I don't understand what that even means, Phil. But we're not going to read that out loud. Uh, apparently, kilts are both Irish and uh, Scottish. Okay, moving on. Uh, so Harry's a Horcrux, and we know that throughout seeing them interact, the trio interacting with Horcruxes throughout the the uh last few movies and even in uh chamber of secrets when Ginny it's, ca- is- it's called a fuzzy pouch <laughs> <laughs> there's simple. a name for it simple enough um we see that horcruxes affect people negatively oh god so uh if if you don't remember this was the whole thing about like ron freaking out thinking that um harry and hermione were gonna hook that, up yeah, and stuff gonna, which they rightfully should have like gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna bump uh wands yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Harry definitely should have ended up with Hermione. I see. I don't. I'm just gonna I don't, say that. I don't mind the whole Ginny Weasley thing. No, I don't either. But like Harry should have gotten Hermione. It would have been so much better. Uh, moving on though. So Harry's Horcrux. Uh, he affects the Dursley, Dursleys negatively, and that's why they are like so rotten and mean to him his entire life. And actually, it, that one actually goes a step further and says that the last time he interacts with them, he's been gone for a while. Which is why, why they're not as like right. harsh toward him because they're like they're still not great, right? But like they're they basically are overloaded with Horcrux bad juju, right? And there's actually a deleted scene from um, the final movie, Deathly Hallows Part Two, I believe, or maybe it's Deathly Hallows Part One. Um, it's one it's got it's got to be Deathly Hallows Part One. That um, it's a deleted scene that um, Dudley actually comes up to Harry. Uh, and like basically like apologizes for being such like an asshole right. his entire I, I life. Did, I did hear about and that stuff like that. And there's a, there's a bunch of like fanfic stuff out there, uh, like for later life down the line that like um, Dudley and Harry are kind of just on like Christmas card yeah. basis and stuff like that until you mean like the entire world is right now? right uh, until Dudley's daughter ends up becoming uh, a witch. You know, I and, I was I, I'm hoping getting, we see something like that right when be, they do the cursed child series. Right, uh, you know, Dudley's child becomes uh, a witch and gets like the letter to Hogwarts. So then, like Harry and uh, Dudley kind of repair their relationship, and right. he kind of like shows Dudley and like his niece or whatever you would call like your cousin's kid. Uh, your, cousin. Your, your cousin, whatever, um, <laughs> like around like the your, wizarding your cousin world, once re- and, your, your like, whatever cousin once removed. Like if you were my cousin, sure. if you were my first cousin, your kid would be my first cousin once removed. All right, sure, whatever. Uh, yeah, but that's it on Harry Potter and the Horcrux. So uh, we're we're kind of approaching the halfway point. Um, so real quick, if you guys are watching this, this is what we do. This is what common debauchery is. Uh, we do this every week. It's usually not on camera like this it's usually not a live stream obviously because you haven't seen one before aside from the other one that we did that one time uh usually we just do it on audio and we put it on a podcast and we do the whole thing so uh you can find that on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon music and anywhere else you get uh pretty much that hosts podcasts uh, and we're we're able to do that because we're part of the bicbp radio network and you can find us on there at www.bicbp-radio.com slash common dash debauchery or just go there click on the menu click on podcast click on lifestyle and you'll see the common debauchery logo um bicbp is great because there's a podcast for everyone that there's has. literally a podcast right you want to listen to sports hey guess what i Don't, own two he's got two and there's like three other sports podcasts on the bicbp oh and and, and i mean like i, I you know, my our buddy Matt Johnson tuned in. I yeah. don't know if he's still watching or not, but we, uh, me and him, were on two. I, I co-host two point conversation. Their discussion topics, and uh, I got to go off about the Bills today, which was kind of fun. Ooh. So, uh, 
you know, and that, and that run releases on Wednesdays. T- uh, Hat Stats and Stats is on Wednesdays. This is on Tuesdays. Uh, if Austin ever gets back to me about wanting to, you know, keep going with producers. I was about to say, like, off camera, I was going to ask you about that. Is that still a thing? Or? Well, you know, I, uh, I I basically told my man that we were going to, it was going to be something that he had to take some ownership in. And Oh, know, he's, Phil, we're not done yet. Yeah. We're only halfway. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is just a shameless plug halfway home. Yeah. So, um Where were you going there? Huh? My dad commented. Oh. Highlanders in the Western Isles often wear pouches known as trues. Today's vernacular, it's actually called a kilt pouch. That's lame. I agree. I'm going to have to look it up and I'll get back to everybody on that. It's a fuzzy sack. It's not a fuzzy sack. We can't say that on Facebook. Apparently we can. We just did. But uh, yeah, so follow us on, you know, what, if you have Spotify, just go, type in Common Debauchery and you can subscribe and never miss an episode. Same thing with that. If you have an iPhone, you have Apple Podcasts on your phone. I guarantee it. Literally type in Common Debauchery on Google. Yeah. You're and, the only thing that comes up. Yeah. And uh, like, follow, share, subscribe. If you're watching this right now, share it. Uh, put Throw it out there for your friends to tune in if they, if they come across it. And uh, so with that being said, we're going to get back to the fan theories. And my next one is that Zion is part of the Matrix. I have heard this before. So for those playing the home game, uh, the Matrix is basically a, we'll call it a conspiratorial movie where we're all basically plugged in uh, that in a post-apocalyptic future, robots have taken over. And we're basically their batteries. I like to look at it as like a sequel to Terminator. Skynet has completely taken over and this is the result. Yes. And we're basically their batteries. Um, And then when you're in... The Matrix, you know, for the the movie basically says you can be found and unplugged, um, and then you go into the real world and see what the real world actually looks like and the horrors that have befallen the planet, and then you end up fighting as part of the resistance against the machines because um, sometimes you have to rage against the machine. And <laughs> shameless plugs, bad popper. I got I'm full of it today. Uh, so and ba- so and and that's called Zion like where they all kind of stay it's like the last stronghold of humanity yeah it's called Zion and this fan theory is that actually like this is the not just Zion it's just like the quote real world right which is essentially Zion right it's yeah is basically like and they basically say Zion because they claim that there's other like rebellion like sects out there that sure. have like gotten out and everything else but like <clears throat> communication is tough and like finding them and everything else is, isn't easy so like you you're told and like promised that there's others out there like you but good luck ever finding them right and it just kind of keeps you going but like this fan theory basically says that this is just another way for it's just another level of yeah, the matrix, the, the oh, matrix all right you're, you're, you're kind of being an a-hole all right. Well, we're gonna pretend that we're gonna let you pretend that your plug was pulled and you're fighting back but really this is just our firewall right <laughs> that's basically what uh what it comes down to and that one's really interesting because they're doing another matrix movie yeah it's coming out in a couple weeks it sure is i'm actually like excited to i go am see too that. i am too we're gonna have a bro date we're gonna go see oh, it we're gonna have to have a bro date all right cool uh what do you got i really only have like two more maybe one more right, you want so, me to dive into another one yeah if you want to dive into a couple more uh, yeah, so, I only have two more. So, so we talked about this one before we went on the air, um, just to kind of like, just to kind of get our our story straight and our, our 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 ideas on paper. Because like we didn't want this to be a thing where like you said one, I was like, damn it, you took mine, or I said one, and you obviously I have a couple more than you do. So, right, I didn't want to steal your thunder. Um, this one is it's allegedly been debunked by Disney, but I call I <laughs> yeah. I declare shenanigans. I think most people declare shenanigans. Like uh, D- Disney can quote debunk it all they want we all know the truth so this is basically that tarzan you know tarzan that guy be tarzan uh, you jane is actually elsa and anna's brother from frozen yes that was a very big one when frozen originally came out so the idea was that uh, obviously if you've seen frozen which if you have a daughter that's been born in the last any decade. child any child uh, if you have a daughter you probably want to kill yourself when people bring up frozen yeah, that's but that's beside the point my partner used to sing the let it go song in the ambulance all the time oh, i swear to god i was gonna f- shoot him yeah that's no good all the time all the time i At sing two a, in the morning i sing a version of that about my beard let it grow let it grow well yeah not gonna shave anymore until your job makes you shut up <laughs> anyway um so Basically, what it is is 
Elsa and Anna's parents sail off for somewhere. They don't really tell you where in the first movie. And they are shipwrecked and they pass away and they never come back. Right. Fast forward to the Tarzan world. Tarzan is like an infant, possibly even born at sea or born after the wreck. The parents survive. Like, so they like their shipwrecks. They land in sub-Saharan Africa, I believe it is. Yes. And they... I believe he would have had to be uh, born on the boat somehow because I believe in the beginning of Tarzan, you see the mother and father carrying an infant. Sure. So they essentially come out and they survive the shipwreck. They live in a treehouse, stranded and shipwrecked, only to succumb to a jaguar. Yes. Because if we've learned anything from the NFL, the jaguars suck. Yeah, that's that's a fun, fun little cross promo there for hat stats and stats. Anyway, so Jaguar comes like parents really aren't allowed in Disney movies. They're not that that it's actually almost a prerequisite to be an orphan if you want to be in a Disney movie. Well, it's also kind of like a prerequisite to be a superhero. Like your parents have to be killed. You You have have to be an orphan. You just have to have a really bad backstory. But um, so Tarzan essentially then doesn't get eaten by the Jaguar because I don't know, there wouldn't be a movie if he did. And it would just be a short story about the time that that couple got shipwrecked and they all died by a jaguar. Remember that time? Remember that time you died in a shipwreck because of a jaguar? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What kind of Noah's Ark bullshit is that? <laughs> anyway, so um, essentially, this is that the Tarzan's parents were actually obviously Elsa and Anna's parents, and they're uh, they don't know that their brother still exists. Um, True. So, because how would they? Right. And yeah, the only the only thing, well, the one thing that's like very blatantly missing in like the Tarzan movie is the use of magic and sorcery. Sure, there's no alluding to it at all. Right, where obviously his brother and si- or his sisters both have some powers and some freaky stuff going on back Does home. Anna, have powers? I don't, know. I don't. Think, I think while. it's just Elsa. Yeah, you know the second kid always gets screwed over in that realm. Yeah, I'm not bitter about that at all. No, you. I'm are actually the not. A kid. I, I am. I'm 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 the second kid because I figured my parents messed up the first one so they had to have me. That's don't, why they stopped after me, right guys? Don't say that because I'm the firstborn. Well, sorry, bud. Ferris Bueller. You would have listen, I have a ton left. Yeah, you so. got a ton. Keep going. Uh Ferris Bueller. He had a day off once. Um but this this is actually that he's that Ferris Bueller doesn't actually exist. Kind of the uh Jack being an imaginary friend. Uh, Ferris Bueller is actually said to be Cameron's, like... Your mom said we're wrong about something. Oh, probably the whole second child thing. Oh. Um, she's just defending my sister. It's fine. Mm. I, it, Mom, I know, and we won't put it out in public, but I know. That's all I got. We're good. Um. Anyway, so... Because it's my show and I have the microphone. Uh, <laughs> so, basically, uh, Ferris Bueller is Cameron's... Um, inner self like who he wishes he could be okay so he finally gets fed up of his boring humdrum life and lets ferris take over because the entire movie he's like no we shouldn't do this no we should go back no blah blah blah. this is dumb this is dumb we should blah blah blah, whatever and then at the end he had a blast yeah and so the entire thing is that like ferris is who cameron wishes he could be and at the end like he kind of levels out from the super strict walk the straight line and, like, realizes that you can't always be Ferris, but you shouldn't always be Cameron either. Right, yeah. So that's really the theory. Hmm. Interesting. I like these, like, people being an imaginary. I do, too. Uh, I Because I like the psychological side of it. So do I. You know, mo- like, oh, like, here's here's this dude who's wound so tight, uh, you could probably strum a chord on him. Yeah. And he has this imaginary himself in his head. But. Yeah. So. One of uh, one of the good ones that I have uh, come across and uh, have 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 thought about several times over the years uh, is that Kevin McAllister from the Home Alone movies grew up to become Jigsaw from the Saw movies. This one blew my mind whole. Like, let's be honest, like Kevin McAllister, those traps that he built in those two movies should have killed those guys. Well, and, like, you think he about... He had fun you th- doing it. And you think about the science behind it. Yeah. Like, you are gonna like you just happen to be able to swing a, a full paint can 
on a string at eye level for the dude coming up the stairs. Yeah. Like that that takes a level a level of engineering like myth, I never myth, possessed. Mythbusters like tested a bunch of these traps and Mythbusters were like, yeah, like if that actually happened, they would fucking kill you. Yeah. Like getting whacked in the face with a paint can like that, it would snap your neck back, you would fall back down the stairs, probably break your neck just from well, first of all, you're gonna break the front of your face. Uh you're gonna have a massive head injury, you're gonna fall back on the stairs, break your neck and your back when you land, oh. and have a, another head injury on the back of your head, you're not surviving that. And I mean how so how old was Kevin McAllister in this movie? Like ten? And he had the working understanding of how tar worked and that, like, right. he put so much of it on the stairs that he knew you'd walk up the stairs and that you wouldn't be going down the stairs. You'd be coming up the stairs from the outside, like, having entered the basement from the outside. Yeah. That your all your shoes and stuff would come off because of the amount of tar he used. And then you'd step on the nail just being irritated and like, I want to just get through this and not right. see the nail. I mean, let's look at some of the other traps that he built. He lit the guy's head on fire when he pulled a light switch. And he had gas in the toilet for when he would inevitably try to stick his head in the toilet to put it out. And he didn't burn his house down in the process. Right. He also he electrocuted also, he, a guy. He lifted a steel or like a like a like a, uh, a a toolbox. Well, no, the the pipe. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it it goes paint, paint can, can paint, paint can, can, and then they get them both at the same time with a pipe. Right. First off, how did he lift that thing? Second, yeah. again. You measured it perfectly that it was at the same height and crushed these dudes in the face? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he grew up to be Jigsaw. He absolutely grew up to be Jigsaw. Because nobody built a trap like Jigsaw. And if Kevin McAllister was doing that shit at, like, 10, 11 years old... And and it gives him the psychological background. Yeah. Like, oh, here's this dude, who this kid, who got out of, like, bad guys literally just robbing him for, for no reason. Just doing bad things because it was somehow easier than actually like living a legitimate lifestyle so he grew like twice and like so he he got these dudes so well the first time that they were angry enough to try to do it to him again in new york yeah so he did it again and now he's like oh so my op like it, it gives you the option of all right here because what did jigsaw do he built traps to punish people right and what were the options Either you don't survive. have to die. Yeah, you don't have to die. Pay, but pay, pay, pay a penance. Yeah, for what you've done, or die. And really, he did, and he did it in ways that it was like, oh, you're gonna lose your, like your fingers because you touched something, or right. your hand because you stole something, or yeah, you know, your eye because you were a peeping tom or whatever. Yeah, like, you're not gonna be able to do those things anymore, but you'll still be alive and you'll be yeah. able to live a better life. Yeah, or you can die. That sounds like Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Definitely. I love that, that that's one. That's 100%. That's 100%. You can't convince me that I'm wrong. You can't tell me I'm wrong on that one. No. No, that one I buy 100%. Yes. What do you got? You ever see Signs? Uh, I, I, no, I, I never I, saw Signs. So I, I hope Matt is still watching. I'm not sure if he is or not. Um, But so the movie Signs is a Mel Gibson movie, which tells you everything you need to know. But it's basically <laughs> about... um. So it's basically about a family who is on a farm and they start like noticing weird things, right? They they start noticing um, like crop circles and stuff like that. And it turns out there's an alien invasion happening. And in the worst plot twist ever, they Weren't find they, out like, allergic to water. Or yeah, something? Like, that water was the way to beat them. Right. So they um, came to a planet that was like 90 percent water. Right. So <laughs> the question was like, what the hell? And. In the movie, you start hearing that, like, the these aliens were defeated, like, in Palestine and, you know, in, in the holy lands of the Middle East, um, and, like, that they think that has something to do with the water. So it ends up being a thing where, like, the this alien is creeping through the house, and he ends up getting water on him, and it, you see it burn his skin. Yeah. And Mel Gibson's like, oh, my God throw water everywhere and like one of the family members had like set glasses like the, the daughter was like notorious for like getting a glass of water taking two sips and setting it down and walking away like every other kid ever but the but the thing was his family was like they weren't they didn't clean up the glasses after her they just let it go <laughs> so there's just glasses of water everywhere and like 
Yeah, there were like the the son was like a, a really good baseball player that just like lost it. Like they said, it like he lost his swing or whatever, lost his drive for the game, and the whole thing's like they toss him a bat and they're like, "Swing, John!" And he just like starts taking swings at these glasses and jars of water to start spraying the aliens, and they run away and they like and they so they win. Okay. So the fan theory is that they weren't actually aliens. Okay. That they were demons. Okay. That. The signs that they saw and stuff like that were like actually the, we'll call them like summoning circles of sorts. Okay. And that's how the alien or the demons got there. And it wasn't just normal water; it was holy water. Okay. Because that's why the first place that had success against these things were holy lands, where the, where they had holy water handy. Because let's be honest, like you're fighting something and you need water, are you gonna be like, no, 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 not the one in front of you, go to the other room and get other water? Sure. No, you're gonna be like, screw, I don't care, it's water, and it burns. And then somebody else like, oh, here's a bottle of Poland Spring. Nothing. Right. Oh, I think we figured something out here. Right. Right? So, yeah, but like, with like, Mel Gibson's family, like a, a holy religious people, that they would have holy water in the glasses laying around the house. So uh, there I'm was just trying to poke holes in your theory about no, holy water and, here. And, and there was something about the glasses around the house, like having been blessed or something. I don't remember exactly. Oh, okay. uh, and because we're we're not reading right, like off anything, we're just kind of going with what we remember. Like it right, did say right, that right. the gla- that the water in the glasses was holy water. I don't remember okay. why. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll give you my last one. Okay. My last one. Have you ever seen Inception? No. Okay. So Inception is a total mind fuck. The entire, it's like a three hour movie and it's a total mind fuck the entire time. Sure. Um, it revolves around, they are able to go into people's dreams and interact with them. And then they're able to go into people's dreams that are inside that dream and, like, plant ideas and stuff like that. Right. Um, and they end up going, I think it's, like, seven or eight levels deep. So they, like, go into one person's dream and then into a dream in that person's dream and then a dream in that person's dream that's in that first person's dream. Oh, boy. They go, like, seven levels deep or something like that to plant one idea in one random person. That right? seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but the the lines between the dream world and reality are very confusing because okay. time passes differently yada 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 sure so each one of them has what they call uh, a totem that they use to verify whether they are in the dream world or if they are f- truly in reality okay um, so the main character, uh, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, his name is Cobb. Uh, they say that his totem Ty is... Ty Cobb? I don't know what his first name is. Ty Cobb was a baseball player. Yeah, I know. Uh, his, his totem is said to be a, a top, like a little old wooden top that he spins. Okay. And in the dream world, it won't stop spinning. It will just spin forever. But in reality, obviously, eventually a top stops, stops spinning. spinning. Right. Well, the way they end this movie is he goes to spin the top, and before it stops spinning, they cut to black. So you don't know if he's truly in oh. the real world or it's a really good movie. If you've never you've never seen it, it's actually a really good movie to watch. Um, but the theory is is that the top is not actually his totem; it's his wedding ring. Oh, because in the scenes where, you know, in the beginning of the film that he is in reality, he is not wearing the wedding ring in the scenes where he is in the dream world. He has the wedding ring on. Interesting. And in the final scene, he does not have the wedding ring on. Ooh. so it's kind of like a red herring. Like people probably didn't pick up on it, but I think that. The top was not his totem; it was the wedding ring. Gotcha. Interesting. I like that one. Yeah, I've I've always wanted to see Inception. I just never do it. Just do it. It's good. I, I plan to it. It's not like I avoid it for any particular reason. I just never. Like I said, it's, it. it's 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 weird though. Like, yeah. well, and I mean, of course it is. It's you know, you just described going nine levels deep in a dream, and I've seen the South Park episode that makes fun of it. She's the it's basically the Rick and Morty yes. version of it. Yeah, and like other people, 
did you inception me yeah yeah <laughs> like, right yeah they straight out call it out in like rick and morty yeah uh they, they i mean how i met your mother does that trope i mean there, there's a lot yeah. of places that do that so uh what else we got here uh so you did that one and oh i like this one forrest gump oh god here we go the theory here for those of you listening is that um forrest so we all know the story of forrest gump right mm-hmm. um don't need to go any further or deeper and risk saying something stupid or inappropriate but at the end of the movie forrest finally gets to be with jenny um he deserves so much better he does because she sucks she flat out sucks and she takes advantage of him every time she needs somebody he's there mm-hmm. um you know like he they go and she finally you know like they they hook up and then she leaves the next morning and he's just like mm-hmm. oh what the hell and like you know then he goes on the run and everything else and whatever and then at the end of the movie they get together because she's dying of aids well but she doesn't like they don't know that yet or they claim they don't know that they yet. they claim in the movie that's an unknown illness well they know what it is right but the, this theory says like so in the movie you're led to believe that she doesn't know she's dying when right she, like when she says hey i i want you to come i want you to come see me right and she introduces him to little forest right and essentially the the, the theory goes that he goes there but she does know Okay. And that little Forrest actually isn't Forrest's son. Okay. But she knows that she's dying, so she wants her son to be raised by someone that, and you can't just bequeath your kid to some dude. True. So she goes, they get married, whole nine yards. He becomes, like, he, he he's his father, whole nine yards. Sure. So when she dies, he has the money, the estate, whole nine yards from everything he's done through the whole movie to take care of the kid and make sure the kid has a great education. Sure. But it, in reality, it's not really his kid. Yeah. And that's that's the theory is that she basically one more time, one more big old, one more big old middle finger to Forrest Gump. God, thanks for raising like, not your I kid. Hate, I hate Jenny. Jenny. I really do. Jenny she is sucks. such a toxic character. Yeah, like, she really is. It's it brutal. Like the, the stuff she does this like and I mean, half the time she's high off her ass. Half yeah. the time like, and she's, you know, like you feel bad for her at the beginning. Uh like when they're children because like her her dad was such a piece of shit um but yeah her dad really was a real mcmurray right yeah yeah mcmurray's a piece of shit um but it's like as she grows older like she just takes advantage of forest so like every time every time every time she's gone for years and then comes out of nowhere and because forest is in love with her she's able to just like an rko to the heart yes just out of nowhere and like, I mean, how many times has this dude come to a rescue? Like, mm-hmm. she's she's in a car fooling around with a dude, and like to somebody he on the outside, her. like it it sounds like it's a little aggressive, and he right. rescues her, and then she gets mad. Yeah, and then you know she's on stage, and dudes are catcalling her because you know she's singing naked, and she's like, "I'm trying to perform," and they're like, "I don't care about your performance. I want to see you naked." Right. So move your hair, spread your legs. Let's get weird. And she gets mad about it, and then she gets mad at him for stepping up and like. Protecting her. Like, protecting her when the guy and got Protecting got her honor and stuff like that. And then, like, you know, the whole thing with, uh, you know, in, in Washington, D.C., like, the dude starts beating the hell out of her for talking back, so Forrest beats the hell out of him. Risks and, get, like, risks getting shot with where they were. Yeah. We're not going to talk about where they were, but, uh, you know, risks, like, some seriously grave injury with the company yes. that they were in. Uh, and... Like she gets pissed at him and then gets on a bus and goes back with the dude that was just beating the shit out of her. Yeah. And like so <laughs> and so basically the entire thing is they they end up having sex one time. Yeah. And just happen to be of all the of all the sex she had in that movie. Yeah. And all the all, all basically everything she did and everyone she did. Forrest was the one that just happened to knock her up. Yeah. That okay. One time. I don't think so. I mean, listen, he was running. <laughs> Yes, Nick. Yes, Nick. He did ruin the Black Panther party. Sorry, I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a good one. I and, and that one's you know a lot of these lead credence to like actual like yeah that could really be a thing, which yeah. I really do like. Um, oh yeah. So I have two from Star Wars, which you're a Star Wars nerd. A hundred percent. I almost had a Star Wars one, but then I didn't feel like doing all the research, and I just knew like the 
the basics of it. Uh, I don't know if you did. I have it locked up in my brain. Trust me. I'm, um, I'm good. I'd, let me know if you had this one, but my, my favorite probably Star Wars uh, fan theory out there is uh, the Darth Jar Jar theory. Is that one you got? That's That was the second one I was going to get to, yeah. Okay. So the first one, because it's going to be shorter. Sure. Uh, is that Palpatine at the end of uh, episode three yeah. actually used Padme's life force to save Luke, uh, to save Anakin slash Darth Vader, not knowing she was pregnant. Yeah, he, he used the force to siphon her life force to keep Anakin alive, to turn him into Darth Vader. And that's how he knew she died. But he didn't know that there were babies. Oh. Which ended up being the foil to his plan because right. he what he wasn't physically like touching her. He used the force to take her life, right, and put it into be- Anakin until he could get let's, him. Let's be honest; like the ending never made sense. That like Anakin is so burned and oh, mangled she died and of a missing, broken heart, missing all his limbs, and he survives. And then Padme dies because she's sad. Yeah, like dude, dude gets no burned. nothing medically wrong with her. She's just sad, and she was a badass through all three movies. Right, that's what I'm An saying. An absolute badass. Oh, broken heart dead come on no the other one the uh and and this this one gained steam when with the introduction in episode seven of supreme snoke. emperor yeah. snoke that you could you could make the leap that this was like a melted deformed version of jar jar yeah uh and basically this whole theory it's is that, so crazy it's it's fucking hilarious to think of darth jar jar though right well i'm sure that wouldn't have been his actual name well yeah but like because like Darth Annie, no, yeah, Darth Vader. Oh, sweet, yeah, it's Vader time. But uh, so basically, the theory here is that he went uh, that Jar Jar was actually the overarching big bad of yes. the entire thing. Yeah, that he was like even when uh, Emperor Palpatine was in power, Jar Jar was actually the one pulling the strings, and he it wasn't moving fast enough. So in the in episodes one, two, and three, he inserted himself into the story as a bumbling idiot that nobody would suspect to advance the plan faster. Okay. Uh, and yeah. and some of the, some of the some of the nods to this that you know we'll say is throughout the entire movie Jar Jar talks just and you know he ties you know Misa Jaja Binks whatever yeah. but he doesn't ever like wave his hands around in grand gestures. Right. And also but also like this bubbling idiot who is like exiled from his people yeah. And upon being brought back by the Jedi, they wanted to kill him. Yeah. And also, like, this dude is a bumbling moron. And they even say, like, even his people are like, he's a dumbass. Yeah. Like, he's an idiot. And also, this dude ends up having the floor at the Galactic Senate. Yeah. And while he's talking, what's he doing? Yeah. And that he's actually so damn powerful, he's using the Jedi mind trick on the entire room to get them to vote Palpatine to be emperor. Yes. Like to, to basically say, yeah, okay. Yeah. What about it? What about using the force? Well, there's something that we know about Star Wars is the combat styles match actual martial arts. Yes. Throughout the entire series. And the combat styles change based on a who you are, b your level of training. And as time goes on. So the like an, an episode, people are like, wow, why was episode one, two and three? So fluid and flashy and blah 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 because these dudes were all masters yes in four five and six it was kind of clunky and stiff more like fencing yeah because there were no masters really left right and obi-wan was old as shit so it was there were there was less teaching there was less practicing and it was just kind of choppy yeah and then you know and anakin became vader before he was able to finish his full training right and then in Seven, eight, nine. It was just wild and swinging everywhere because nobody had been trained. No, not so, at all. Like, so there, like, th- there's that much forethought in this. What about Jar Jar? How's that? How's that work? You ever hear of the kung fu art of the drunken fist? Yes. So drunken fist. For those of you playing the home game, he essentially, it, like, essentially, practitioners of drunken fist look drunk. They look intoxicated, and they use it to their advantage in a fight where, basically, the person assumes that they're just a bumbling drunk and then they get their ass kicked because they're not drunk at all and it's just a style that is is hard to plan for because they look drunk and erratic but really everything is planned right look at all the scenes that jar jar's in there's a point where things are exploding around him and this bumbling idiot who can't walk half the time trips over his own two feet regularly 
is all of a sudden like bounding on things like or and, and right. nobody questions like wait a minute like we had to use the force and jump and do this and like and, and this dude just like do, 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 do. not not to mention that Jar Jar has like an amazing jump that you never see from any other Gungans yes. in the movie uh and it it definitely resembles like a force jump that you see like the Jedi use throughout be, the movies and to be fair to be fair to be fair uh this entire thing was brought about when they revealed Snoke. Yes. And everyone was like, oh my God, the Dark Charger. And I think that was the plan. I really do. I really would have hoped so. But I think they went, no, we can't let them be right. And they they Disneyed it up. Yeah. They, they, they just fucked it. Yeah, they really that's, fucked that. That's my trilogy. take on that. I, I think that like that's a fan theory that I believe was actually meant to be true and just didn't pan out. But... uh I got another one here. This is uh, all of Aladdin, the entire movie, the entire first movie. Okay. Was a way for, was just the, 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 the continuation and finishing of Aladdin's first wish. Which was to be a prince, right? Yes. Okay. So wish number one is I want to be a prince. Why did he want to be a prince? Because he wanted money. He wanted to have a better life. And he wanted to marry Jasmine. Yes. So what, what on the surface, what does Jeannie do? Make him look like a prince. Prince Ali, fabulous yes. he. Ali Ababwa. And uh I believe if he, if, if memory serves, no one, he was he was not a prince. He made him look like one, he gave him the entourage, all the stuff, but he yeah. wasn't actually a prince. Right. Then I don't remember, but is did they say whether or not that Babwa was actually a place? I don't remember in the uh, the cartoon, I remember it was a point of contention in the live action movie that they made with Will Smith that like right. the whole like kingdom of Ababwa where Aladdin says he's from, everyone is like, I've never heard of that. Never fucking heard of that place. Like, where is it? Show me on yeah, the map. And, and, and you know what? You're right. Because in the in the in the animated version, it was the same thing. Like, like I'm pretty sure it was Jafar questions that he's like, I'm sorry, where'd you say you were from? Right. Um. So he wasn't actually a prince. Right. Because he, he... The country he said he was a prince of didn't exist. Exactly. So, when does he actually become a prince? When he marries Jasmine. When he marries Jasmine. So, what happens here? He makes the wish, and everything... Now, Genie's omnipotent. Mm-hmm. Right? So, he is all-seeing, all-knowing. He... Everything that happens in the movie, including him coming under the control of Jafar, is foresight to make Aladdin an actual prince... Because Aladdin has to save the day after it, after it gets found out that he's not really a prince. And then it makes the king have a change of heart about Aladdin to allow him to marry his daughter, which in turn makes Aladdin a prince. That's a mind fuck. Boom. Pow. Got yeah. one more for you. All right. One more. Last one. Doc Brown. Yeah. Back to the future. Yes. One, two, and three. Yes. I don't know how you go back to the future three times, but they only went to the future once, too. And then they went back twice more. <laughs> At least that's what the movie title would have you believe. Here's the thing. Here's the scoop. And I'm going to tell you, Doc Brown went back to the future one more time. OK, this theory is that Doc Brown is actually Marty from the future. OK, that for some reason, Doc Brown has to go back in time and give himself this trip to the future, to the past, and do this whole thing. And that's something that they do in these three movies saves Doc Brown's future. Which is why, at the very end, what happens to Doc Brown? He takes off. With? Uh, the girl Clara of his Clayton. dreams. Yeah. In a magical flying train. Yes. With so, his two weird-ass kids. Right. So, something happened in that future... That Doc Brown, who is actually Marty McFly, comes back in time to fix with his younger self under the title of Doc Brown. Because think about it, that that relationship's weird. Yeah. It's this mad, kooky scientist that people just allow to experiment in some weird workshop. Yeah. On a DeLorean. Clearly not regulated by the federal government. And nobody questions it. Nobody, like, people don't even seem to know that he's doing anything. Right. They're just like... Oh, wait, why are there flaming fire tracks here? So how would you be able to do it? Because Doc Brown's from the future, and he knows he can do things in certain places that will not impact the timeline. Sure. 
like this is how you go back in time this is how like this is where you go to here 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 x y and z figures it all out and at the end after some wrinkles and some some adjustments he ends up fixing his own future which he can then fly away in his magic train i also know of another theory that doc brown is actually suicidal Ooh, what's that one? Uh, so basically, like it's I think it's said in like the first movie that Doc Brown is pretty much like a complete failure. He's a lunatic. Sure, like all of his inventions pretty much fail or suck, and this, that, and the other. Uh, so he like when he is standing in front of the DeLorean uh, in the first movie, um, he's standing there. All of his other inventions have failed and sucked. So why? <laughs> so this would, was his. Why this would, was his last ditch. Like right. either it works or I die. Right. Why would he reasonably think that like this is actually going to work? So he drives the DeLorean at eighty-eight miles up to eighty-eight miles an hour in front of himself towards himself, and like what happens? Marty's standing there too. Marty goes, "Oh fuck that!" and tries to run away. Doc Brown grabs him and yanks him back in. In some kind of twisted, like, well, if I'm going to die, I'm taking Marty with me. <laughs> you go, I go, bro. Right. So um, I like that one, too. Not that that one, like, I'm, you know, I like the darkness. Right. I guess. Um, yeah. I like weird fan theories like that, though. I do, too. So um, this has been great. This was a lot of fun. I love this. Uh, thank you, guys, everybody, for tuning in. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I said that already, but I'm starting to fade here. So, uh Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Common Debauchery is part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com, slash Common Debauchery, uh, or you can just go there, click on the menu, click on Podcast, click on Lifestyle, click on the Common Debauchery logo, and you can find all of our episodes, including this one, which we've recorded to be put as a normal episode as soon as we get done. Yes. Uh, you guys also will be the first to hear our really cool, super awesome Christmas opening that I did uh, for us, because tis the season, and uh, you can... Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere else you get your podcast oozy, juicy, ear juice from. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe on Facebook, which you're watching this on if you heard it live. So uh, click the like button, click the share button. Uh, tell and your friends about us. Tell your friends, share it, uh, let, let people know. Uh, we were still hovering around that 17, 18, 19K mark. Uh, we'd like to get that up to 25, 30 if we could. Yeah. And with that being said, uh, especially, you know, Phil, Nick, uh, moms, dads, everyone who kind yes, of joined Yes, thank you, everyone in. who chimed in tonight. You know, we, we appreciate it, and we appreciate each and every one of you. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And with that, uh, I've always wanted to do this, so I'm going to do the paper throw. <laughs> You're such a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs>